Welcome to the first pilot episode of Bigfoot Club. I am your host, Robert Jesse Dominguez. So I'm so excited about starting this off. And uh, <clears throat> so excited about starting this off. And I'm so happy that I got some some good friends that's going to help me start this off. So we're going to wing it now. So just wanna, I just want to go around the room and talk about our introductions to everybody. So I already said who I was. So let's go around the room. And because <clears throat> this is basically um, people who know me, right? So you guys don't know each other. You have to say know you, but don't know each other. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll go around the room. So if you want to, if you want to start. Who's starting? Ladies first. Me first? Yes. Ladies okay. first. So, um, well, like, where do you want to be in? Like, how do you know me? How, how do I know you? Yeah. Okay. Well, Oh, when was it? In 2006 or seven? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I had my my old uh, ghost hunting team, paranormal investigating. It sounds so pretentious, but yeah, that's basically, it was more or less just a bunch of people that hung out at a house and talked about stuff. So I've come a long way. Um, <coughs> but we had a, uh, a little meet and greet type thing. Right. And uh, you were one of the speakers, and who else was there? It was uh, it was Todd Partain and and yeah. Luke. Yeah, it was yeah. It, it was me, Luke, Billy Simmons. Oh yeah, yeah, Tim yeah. Clay, his uh, cast. <clears throat> Tim Clay and Todd Partain. So I, I have it on video, but it's, do, do you really? Yeah, yeah, because I filmed it, but it's on Mini DV, so I don't know how to watch it. <laughs> I have to get it converted, but yeah, I still have it. <laughs> I would I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. I I, I keep I, meaning to do that because it it was really good. I would love to see that too. Yeah. So you and I we have a we have a paranormal Bigfoot background. So we kinda right. met in Bigfoot. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean we've never done paranormal stuff together, but No, because it wasn't too long after that. Of course I didn't really get into the, the whole, any of the other stuff really for me. It was Maybe a two-year period, and then we all just kind of yeah got busy because it's all out your own pocket and stuff like that. Yeah, so it was yeah. It's been a while for both. You know, I still I still like independent research, but I I don't really have any desire to get out in the field too much. You mean the group uh, group stuff, right? Yeah, I mean maybe on occasion, but not like then. Not because it just it takes up a lot of time. And you have to really be serious about it, you know. Yeah. So, I got the mic. You got the mic. First, uh, I got <clears throat> I got to give a big, big shout out to my man, uh, to my man Robert over here. <laughs> uh, I know this is a lifelong, lifelong dream of his, and uh, he's finally putting it to. Uh, to work and to just to be asked to be on this show is uh, one of the, the most humbling uh, experiences of, of my life. So big shout out. Too sweet. Too sweet. Big shout out to, to, to Mr. Dominguez over here. Thank you for uh, letting me be a part of this. 
My name is Chris. Uh, I met Robert, I guess it was, man, I don't even know. I don't know what year it was. Right. Mm. It, was at, it was at a place of employment. It was right? at a place of employment where they, <laughs> they throw balls down a lane and hit pants, uh, hit vertical objects. When you were the Bob Lebowski. <laughs> The Bob Lebowski, I love it. Um, yeah, we met. We met at the uh, the bowling congress. Um, he 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 ran facilities there. I did the uh, ran the warehouse for uh, BPAA. We uh, we kicked it off. Uh, first time we ever met, we we became friends. He started talking about you know paranormal with me, which I have a background in paranormal. I have no background in uh, Bigfoot. Um, I'm a wrestling fan, but don't have really any background in, uh, covering wrestling or anything like that. I'm just a big fan. Uh, background in paranormal. It's all independent stuff. Just been on my own. Never worked with any groups, never, uh, partnered with anybody. It's just all been personal experience and, uh, research that I've done on my own. So that's my, uh, that's, that's how I met Robert. And I would I, I would get a, a beating at home if I did not give a shout out to my babies mm. and my wife. They uh, they think it's the coolest thing that that dad and hubby is on the on the mic. So <laughs> my babies uh, Carly, Zoe, Kylan, and Lainey, and my wife Britt. I love you, and uh, thank you for uh, for backing me and backing this group and uh, and supporting us. And letting us uh, follow follow something that's uh, that's dear to us, so right. <clears throat> yeah, I think before we go any further, I wanted to give a big shout out to Murphy's Music for providing the Roadcaster Pro. So Murphy's, Murphy's. So we want to give a big shout out to them. So I think uh, I know I know every, everybody touched on the basics about Bigfoot and stuff like that and paranormal. So. The, the podcast is going to be pretty much about Bigfoot, paranormal, wrestling, but, you know, we could talk about other stuff, too, so it's not... That's just a framework. Right. It's just not... It's not in stone. Jumping off point. Like, like Jesse from Full House and how he got his name? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Speaking of... Speaking of... Speaking of wrestling. Speaking of wrestling? Yeah, okay. So, uh, is anybody interested on uh, how Jesse from Full House got his name? You know, I don't really watch Full House, so... Well, nobody does anymore, but... Well, I didn't watch it when it was on. Sorry. Anyway. Okay. I'll but, save that. Are, are, you, are you interested? I suppose so. <laughs> Since you so, brought it up. So, uh, so, so, John Stamos is like a huge Elvis Presley fan. Right. Like okay. the biggest Elvis Presley fan you can oh. find. And Elvis, not many people know, had a twin brother that died. Right. His name was Jesse. Jesse, that's right. So John Stamos said he'll do the show if he could be named Jesse after, after, who says after? Uh, After. uh, Villains. Villains. (laughs) I'll get you after. But uh, yeah, he said he would, uh, he'd only do the show if he could be named Jesse. His character could be named Jesse. In memory of Elvis Presley's uh, twin brother. I did not so, know that. Did well, not know that. That's the thing you do. Fun, <clears throat> fun, 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 fact, fun fact Saturday. 
That's why I do so good at Jeopardy. <laughs> that was kind of awkward. I like turtles. So, um, so Bigfoot. I know I, I have an extensive background on Bigfoot. I've been a big fan since I was a kid. Um, did book reports on it. Um, drew pictures about it. And I was just fascinated. I think when I was a kid, I used to try to convince other kids in my third grade class. I said, hey, when we, when we grow up, I want to be a Bigfoot hunter and go up to Canada. But little did I know, Bigfoot's in Texas. So. <laughs> that really helped out. You, 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 did, you didn't have to travel that far. It's cold. I didn't have to log in like a bunch of stuff around. So, But uh, it, it's funny because actually <clears throat> I was really, really passionate about Bigfoot. And I ended up uh, meeting a guy online by the name of Lou Gross. And he was forming Texas Bigfoot Research at the time. And uh, I reached out to him, and he he reached out to me and on an email and said, "Hey, let's I'm forming a group. Let's meet at, at this guy's house and let's all get together." So it's real exciting because I was actually one of the twelve founding members of the TBRC and um, got that going, and it was up and running, and we had a website up and going, and I got to go across the state in Oklahoma, Arkansas, and just research Bigfoot and just like talk to witnesses and stuff. So that was. That was always exciting. So, how, how long ago was this? This was like ninety nine, two thousand. Okay. So, <clears throat> it was just something that uh, that I was really, really like in infused about doing and just helping people. But I think uh, along the way, you know, I was really into documenting stuff and you know researching and videotaping and all kinds of stuff. And after a while, I just I just wanted to help people. So. Um, Helping people was probably the most important thing to me to do. So, I, I after a while, I just didn't really care about documenting stuff. I just wanted to help, and because there's a lot of people that actually see this animal and they're not really, they're not really ready for it. So, any any thoughts on that? Anybody? Right. Well, I mean, and all that stuff is so tedious too. And the whole point of documenting all that is like to basically, oh. Look, it's like a pissing contest, right? And when it comes to things like that, or you know, anything else, I don't give a shit about showing someone else my experience, right? Or figuring something out. That's all I really want to do. That's a half of what it is. I'm not, you know, I'm a fence straddler. I guess I have my own experiences, but I still question those. I don't know because there's no concrete proof, right? But I know what. I've experienced what I've seen, and that's to me. And I'm totally open to being proved that it's something else. Good. That's half of what it is. I want to figure out what's doing this and why. Right. And the rest of it's just sprinkles, you know? It's just <laughs> sprinkles are It doesn't winners. matter. Right. You know? I mean, because a, a lot of times I would, I would get a sighting report. And back in the day, this was like before DSL, before fast internet and stuff like that. I would I would get a sighting report, and I would look it up on a, on a topo map, and somebody would say, "Hey, I saw Bigfoot," and I would go look at it and I'd go, mm, "I don't know, maybe not, because mm-hmm. it's not. There's no vegetation. There's no there's no large bodies or a water or any, anything like that." So to me, I would always say, "Oh, I'll go check it out anyway," but. 
a lot of times I wouldn't, I would try to debunk it. Right. Most of the right. time, so. That's how I was with that and with, excuse me, the, like, you know, any of the alleged hauntings and things like that. It's like, let's prove what it is. And until we absolutely cannot prove it's not something else, right. then maybe. But nothing's definitive, you know. I mean, do you do you think that's where the interest lies in the mystery of it all? I think I think a lot of people they want to cling on to something, and um, a lot of people with the TBRC that because after a while we recruited a lot of people, and a lot of people just wanted to be a part of something mm-hmm. that was that was greater than them. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of tough because I used to tell them all the time. I said, "Look, we're not scientists, so they're not going to take what we find as very credible." I mean, by no means, and right. People that are like that, too, I tend to feel they make things more fantastic than they are yeah. and want to embellish. And if they want to be a part of something special, then if they don't find it, they'll make it. Uh, it's like the little boy that caught a fish this big, but it was really right. this, this big. big. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so so when you're because because, like I said, I have no like no background in Bigfoot at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a lot of hunting in my life and I've been in the woods and. I can honestly say that I haven't I haven't seen anything that would even remotely th- make me think that a Bigfoot was out there. Um, but I'm always open to to hey being proven wrong, you know. Um, right. At this moment, I don't I don't believe that there's a Bigfoot out there. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that he exists. But I know that you've shared stories with me and some experiences that you've had in your past and and some experiences that you know other people have had and and I, I'm not one to say for absolute certain that he's not out there and uh, a part of the reason why I came you know chose to do this show or or chose to come on the show was uh, because I love to learn I love to to learn about things that I don't one I love to talk about things that I like and things that I know about but other I like to learn about things that I don't know anything about and with with you two knowing you know Bigfoot and out there actually done research and stuff the reason why I asked the question is, do you think the mystery is the intrigue of it all? Is because that's what that's what intrigues me. I mean, yeah, partially. I mean, a lot of it. I mean, I don't know so much the mystery as much as the problem solving. Because it's like, mm. okay, there's a lot of tangible we know about wildlife that do all kinds of stuff that you know the layman wouldn't have any idea, and that's kind of part of it too. That's what I enjoy about it too. Is just going out in the woods. And learning stuff about what's out there, not necessarily being like, okay, yeah, for one hundred percent, this is what this was, mm-hmm. and this is what we're doing. It's mm-hmm. going out. It's like, okay, this is happening. This is going on. Why? Yeah, what's doing it? Right. Not yeah. oh, we're this is what happening, and yep, that's what that is. And but but whatever. but having some kind of thought of hey, a man couldn't do that, right? right. You know, like like okay, I know for certain that a man couldn't do that. So right. for one hundred percent certain, I know a man couldn't do that. So what did it? You know, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's I mean, there's lots of different uh, angles to take. And, you know, some of it is like whenever someone would submit like a sighting report and um, a tree would be twisted, like a four inch diameter branch would be twisted like eight feet up. And you kind of look for, you know, service trucks, gas trucks, stuff like that. What check, should, check, right. check the weather, probably. Yeah. Right. Is there a storm? Yeah, the weather. You know, what would do that? So, I mean, there's there's little bitty things you could look at. I mean, because what I always what I always looked at 
if you know if if there's a siding, if there's there's water, and then and if there's game there, if there's water in the game, able to sustain like a someone like a human, mm-hmm. then it'll be able to sustain a Bigfoot. So so what what would because. Bigfoot's big. You know, you shared with me a story about how big this guy really is. Mm-hmm. And he would he would tiptoe over a, a fence that a normal man would have to climb. Right. So it would have to be a pretty big body of water. Yeah. To sustain. Because if it's going to sustain a human, a human can, can, can live on a, on a pond. You know, if right. the pond stays full uh, or a tank or whatever you want to call it. Or a river, you know, a flowing river. Right. It'd have to be something that's constant. It'd have to be something that's pretty big. Pretty big, because uh, I, I would think, you know, in my mind that a Bigfoot would need a lot of calories. Yeah. So you would you would look what's in the area. That's, you know, fish hatchery. Uh, there's game, you know, in the area. There's uh, there's farms. Um, there's the pig farms. Factory. Yeah, soup factory. Soup factory. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's, I mean, there's lots of, there's lots of ways to look at it. I mean, it's... Um, I look. I always look for gas rightaways and electrical rightaways, and a lot of people don't do that. And uh, Bigfoots use that for a sidewalk through counties. So I mean, it's like cutaway areas. And so when someone says, "Hey, I saw a Bigfoot," and I go, I go look. And I said, "Well, does it have a gas rightaway? Does it have a gas rightaway or uh, electrical like rightaway?" So I usually go in those areas and look first. That's how I do it. And you know, other people have different methods of. So, so to you, uh, if you get a sighting, you said you went out and you, you looked at all sightings. If, if right. there was a sighting, you went out and investigated it. Mm-hmm. What would be a credible sighting? What would, what would be the evidence that you saw that would be a credible sighting saying, hey, this is a Bigfoot, not just something, <clears throat> not, not something else? Usually I, what I, I look for, and I'll, I'll let Tuck answer this, I mean, uh, ask Answer this as well. It's going to be difficult. <laughs> it's going to be difficult. We'll, we'll it's going to be judge. hard. <laughs> we'll, we'll all grow together. Well, um, We're in it to win it. So what I'd always look for is like people always say, oh, I saw Bigfoot outside the window. I saw Bigfoot crossing the road. What I always look for is what it leaves behind, like a footprint. If it did any kind of facial expression, if it gives me a facial expression, and then that's to me, that's. That's something would, you know, that's that's credible to me. Now like, this is this is this is eyewitness from the right, person right. that's that's doing the sighting, right? Right. Not and, you yourself go out and say, ah, well, right. obviously that's credible because right. you saw it with your own eyes. Right. Because like if someone, if I asked somebody, hey, I saw Bigfoot cross the road, and I said, well, you know, you know, what was it doing? What what color hair it was? And they go, I don't know. It was hairy. It was. <laughs> Across the road, it's, it's big and hairy. I said, "Okay, well, that's 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 John Doe next door." Yeah, <laughs> I said, "So you saw it, right?" Okay. Funny you should say that because this one time, no. <laughs> it's bound to happen though, or has, I'm sure. Yeah. So, credible stuff. I would always look for footprints. I mean, you can't really use that scientifically, but it's it's a guide. Okay. It's a, it's a guide to to say, okay, something was here. What made it, and why? And then whenever someone says, hey, I saw this thing, because I, I think I did a sighting once of a lady in East Texas, and she had a she had a pear tree. And this Bigfoot was like, was ripping leaves off this tree. And it was bending, she said it bend his lips to rip 
the branches. I mean, the rip the almost, leaves off. Almost like a, like a chimpanzee. Right, or, right, or right. a monkey, yeah. yeah. So to me, that meant a lot. And right. so I go, man, that's, that was, that's emotion. And so when, when you can get an eyewitness to elicit emotion and, and facial features in the signing, then the, to me, that's gold. So that's me. So where, where do you, where do you, uh, where do you stand on the credibility of these witnesses? Um, you know, so much in the past, um, I think, you know, like before DSL, before all this internet, internet, um, saturation, uh, I would just think that, you know, that they were credible. And nowadays you have to, you have to (laughs) take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Would you, would you agree, Ash? I I do that with anyone. Even, even before that, it's just like... Because, again, everyone wants to be special. Everyone wants to have a story. Everyone wants to fit in somewhere, you know. But I think a lot of it, you know, we didn't do when I did that aspect of it. We didn't do a lot of, like, going to someone's house that had a sighting. It's just like, oh, here's a group of us. We know that this is an active area. Let's just go out here on the weekend. But when it came to, like, the ghost hunting stuff or whatever, we would do Mm pre-interviews and that's usually kind of where we got our jumping off point Mm. was to sit down with the client and to kind of get a feel for them and you can kind of usually tell yeah what kind of people they are and whatnot you can kind of read 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 emotion yeah Um, and too back then that's when all these shows and stuff were really getting really popular yeah yeah we would have a lot of are the ghost hunters here yeah are we on tv yeah no Guess what, guys? Blue Diamond's out. Yes. <laughs> Blue Diamond is the is the dog next door for everybody that doesn't know. <laughs> so, and it it ends to love when we're out with Robert. So, uh, Blue Diamond loves Robert. So, <clears throat> so let me let me ask you this, Chris. Yeah, this absolutely, question, Chris. So whenever whenever you see like a Bigfoot sighting like on the internet or mm-hmm. it's posted, like what are, what are your thoughts on it? My my thoughts are exactly what Ash was talking about. Is my my first thought goes to uh, credibility. Uh, who is this person posting it, and why are they posting it? Right. Those are the two biggest things to me. Now, <clears throat> again, uh, I'm I'm not here to to judge anybody. So if somebody says they saw something, I got to take them for the word. But my first initial reaction is, who is this person? Why are they? Why are they posting this? Um, and then I look at the like at the film, just like if I were to do Ash Ash uh, mentioned about uh, you know ghosts and paranormal. Just like if I were to look at a video of somebody that says, "Hey, this is a sighting," you know, I see an orb. Um, well, I go into that with every intentions of it not being an orb. Mm-hmm. You know, I go into Those every are bullshit. Yeah, every intentions of it being not real, because my first instinct is to debunk it, is to say this isn't real, this isn't happening, and if I can't debunk it, if I can't say it's not real, then we start the investigation. I like the the, the way that you pre pre interview. Because I think in a pre-interview, you could you could be interviewing somebody or watching a video for somebody that posted it online, and and you can get a feel of if they're there just for the the fame, they're there just for the 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 likes or the 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 subscribers on on Facebook. Like and subscribe and watch my yeah. culture guys as I pull on this fish string. Yeah, and and there's so many there's so many ways to debunk paranormal. I I can. 
I, th- I think I'm pretty good at debunking paranormal on video. Um, it's so easy to fake shit now. It, it is. It's it, with, and I don't ever think anything's real ever. Exactly. It's cool to look at. I look at it from a technical standpoint and stuff, like which one's better. And it's like, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, they, 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 they almost got me on that one. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's my initial thought is, is um, the credibility of it. Because if, if you're going to convince me that something is real... Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to bring it. You're going to have to. Um, I'm not a very gullible person. Um, I tend to to not trust more than I trust, uh, especially internet. Um, Internets. And it's it's so easy. Like Ash was saying, it's so easy for people to fake uh, stuff. Look look how good they do it in the movies. Yeah. Look how awesome they can do it in the movies. Planet of the Apes. Uh, wasn't going quite there. I was thinking more like uh, which, which one? Which one? <laughs> the, the current one. I forgot. The current one. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good. I liked yeah, it. I like those. I like it. But um, I was thinking more like uh, Amityville Horror. Okay. You know the 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 uh, the newer one with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, the hot guy. Where he runs. Ryan Reynolds. A lot. Mm. He's in bathtub a lot. Yeah. I haven't seen. Well, <laughs> you should watch it. Look at look at Ash over here. She's you know. she's dreaming about Ryan Reynolds with his shirt off. Who doesn't? <laughs> Don't worry, my wife did the same thing. So I'm, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. We just were, like out of an appreciation. We like, were, yeah, you know, I can appreciate that. Hey, I, 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 appreciation. I've, hey, I've been I've been yeah, with sure. my wife almost 20 years. Been been married 15 and well 16, and uh, and I can I can appreciate when when a guy. When a guy's nice looking, Ryan Reynolds is a nice looking guy. So yeah, he is. But in, in the movie theater, we're watching it, and and I don't think my wife was scared at all because she was She's just focused on hot. him being too hot. So that's the like right after <laughs> right after Blade Three when he went from you know goofy Ryan Reynolds Van Wilder to <laughs> to, to to Vampire Hunter. Hot. Yeah, I think that's that's one of probably one of the most uh, streamed. Uh, Ryan Reynolds shots is when he's chained to the to the, the to the floor and homegirl comes in with her possessed dog. Yeah. Her little Pomeranian. Yeah. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? You haven't seen the third Blade movie? No. It's not as good as the first one, but I can appreciate it because it's supposed to be a campy horror movie and people don't get that yeah. a lot of times when it's making fun of itself. Mm. I can I can tell you this, the only reason I watched it was Jessica Alba, so was she in it? She yeah. was in leather the whole movie. Oh, okay. So it was it made she it worth was it. Archer. I don't know what maybe. I was doing then. I think I was Bigfoot researching or Probably. something. Probably. Yeah. 2005. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, credibility. Yeah, I think um right now I don't know if you guys are on a lot of Bigfoot Facebook groups, but no. there's there's I'm on a couple and there's always a guy on there all the time. It's like it's like they rotate or something, and they'll post something and they'll say, "Believe it or else." And or they, else. Yeah, or they else? they they like get upset when. Or else what? They're gonna take it down. Or what? They get they'll their type loud at you. They get so butthurt. They get so butthurt if you don't like if you don't like their stuff or oh agree with God. it, and it's like, and I tell them all the time, grow some tough skin. Because you're in a field of uh, unclassified animals. Yeah. And if you can't do that, just keep 
your shit to yourself. Yeah. I, I tell them all the time, I said, you should take a basket weaving class <laughs> or something. Those okay. are the ones that were probably like, you know, back in the day. In my, in, oh, you want to go out in the woods? Fuck, no, I don't want to go out in the woods. Who, who would ask you that? I don't know, but it would happen, like, you know. <laughs> On Facebook? Yeah. Or, you know, MySpace. Mm. MySpace, okay. You know, back when. We're dating ourselves there. Yeah. Fun, <laughs> well, fact, fun fact, I still have a MySpace account. <laughs> Do you I really? think mine's still there, but I can't get into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to get into I can, it. But. I can find it, and, like, I got some pictures off of it. But. Didn't Justin Timberlake, like, buy MySpace or something? I don't know. He needs to. I think some. I think that some, guy's cool. I think I like Justin Timberlake. I like him too. You think Justin Timberlake believes in Bigfoot? Maybe. Uh, ah, God, I hope so. <laughs> he's, you, he's so you cool. Take him in the, I that would, would be hilarious. I would, you know, I would take him to the woods. Yeah, and show him some stuff. That would be fun. Uh, not my stuff, but Robert. That sounded kind of. <laughs> we need to mark that, Martha. <laughs> Robert would take Justin Timberlake <laughs> in the woods and show him. To he's cool. I heard he's cool that's dude. what you guys were actually doing out there. <laughs> now I expect that maybe coming from Ash, but Robert, no, come on. No, no. You don't you don't like Justin Timberlake like Ron Reynolds? He can dance. He yeah. can sing. I don't I don't not like Justin Timberlake. I think he's a pretty talented dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. He is. He's very talented. I was just more of a Backstreet Boy person. Okay, okay. He goes to the Backstreet. <laughs> I just think that him and Jimmy Fallon do the funniest skits ever in the history of the world. When they do their camping scenes and their yeah, I bless the rains down in Africa. Dang, he's. I thought you would be the first one to start singing something, but no, 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 no. He, he beat you to it. I busted no. it out. I couldn't. I couldn't help it. Special occasions. That's for my wife, though. By the way, Britt, that was for you. I love you. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Was that supposed to be that? That's I don't know. It's supposed to be something cool, I guess. <laughs> Blue Diamond oh, no. liked it. I could, I could do this one instead. Hey, Blue Diamond liked it. Impressive. Most impressive. Impressive. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah. There's, there's like I was saying, there was tons of people on big, on Facebook that that just, you know, they get their feelings hurt, like, really, really quick. And they probably shouldn't be posting stuff. So what would uh, what would your what would your advice be? You asked me what I look for whenever I see Bigfoot or anything. Right. What would your advice be to people that are skeptical and or people that just don't flat believe? What would your advice be when somebody, if they were to see a, a video or a post or or something like that like trying to convince them or something or it, maybe not just trying to convince them but maybe uh maybe they just run across it and they're like wow that looks real wow you, that's kind of scary you know starting the bigfoot stuff in 99 2000 it was like there was two classes of people there were people who saw it and they're like lou gross said to me when i first got into bigfoot stuff he says bob you're going to see this thing, or you're going to do this, and it's going to get your hooks on you, or you're never going to come back. Right. So mm-hmm. that's usually what happens to people when they see a Bigfoot. They don't want nothing to do with it ever again, or they just, well, it, it gets mm. it gets their hooks in them, and, and it's part of their lives. So people who, who, who haven't seen it and really want to get into it, be careful what you ask for. Because if you go in the woods and you see this thing, you know... You're going to have 
some colorful shorts. <laughs> they're they're they may not even come back. So I don't know. Yeah. What are you, you know what are your thoughts, Ash? Well, I don't think you can convince anybody of anything, ever. No matter what, and that's one thing that people have to understand. No matter how much you go, look, 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 until someone right. sees it, yeah, and someone experiences it, it doesn't mean anything. What's What's the number one question people ask you about Bigfoot? I have no idea, honestly. The number one they ask me is like, if if he's out there, oh, yeah. why haven't we found a body? Yeah, they ask me that every time. Why? Don't you want to shoot one? Well, yeah. I don't want to shoot anything. <laughs> and especially that. I like that. Yeah. And that just seems like an asshole thing. I don't need a body to prove something exists because fuck you. Well, yeah. I mean, why don't you want to shoot it? Are you going to eat it? For So you have definitive proof. I guess, yeah. Right. So you have definitive proof, but. You know, yeah. it's going to be somebody that's not looking for a Bigfoot and actually ends up shooting one or well, killing one. Well, like. What was it? It was on uh, Coast to Coast AM, wasn't it, that that guy called in and said that he had killed some. I don't know how bullshit it is or not. The, are you talking about the one that he he killed three or something like that and buried them? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It, I'm not sure how true, or the, but I feel like that would be how people would react. Yeah. That seems like because they thought they were people. Or whatever, you know. I, you know, everyone, everyone's a badass until it comes down to. Yeah, the, I mean, I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've talked, I've talked to hunters. They were on a, on a deer stand, and they Bigfoot walked up to him, and the guy had a pretty good sized rifle. And I go, "Why didn't you shoot it?" Because you're in the moment. I mean, it's just like when we're out in the field and you go to put stuff up, and shit starts happening, and right. you just stand there and listen and watch it, and you don't press record. Well, his answer to me was. It, it looked like a homeless guy. It, yeah. looked, it looked like a man. It looked yeah. like a man with long hair. And but could have very but, well have been. But tall and large. You're right. T- tall enough to peek into his deer stand? Well, he was he was on a deer stand. Or was he on a sit stand? He was, I think, I don't remember the story. I mean, I do I do remember he was on a deer stand, and he was pretty high up. And he said this thing just walked up to him and just looked up. And he, was, he said if he could have reached out and grabbed me, he could have. But he didn't. So... <clears throat> that was pretty to me that would be pretty scary yeah. so it would be it would be pretty scary it'd but be frightening and amazing at the same time at the if same time bad happened and yeah that's if again my my papa he he and you'll hear my papaisms a lot on, on as we go through because mm-hmm. he had a lot of them but he said you never know what you're going to do until you're in that moment right so you can talk all the smack you want to talk and you could be as big and bad as you want to right but until that sucker's looking you in the face, and you're looking at something that that you don't understand, you never yeah, expected, you know, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you don't expect it, especially you're, as a hunter. You just you you think even as even as a a bigfoot hunter or investigation, uh, you truly expect to see bigfoot? No, I <laughs> I, I think, don't expect it. I think I think if if they're if they're good people. And they know what they're doing. They know where to go. Might they might? And if if they're if they're one of these you know yahoos that just get on the internet and say I'm gonna go look for a bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go look for a bigfoot. And 
they don't know what they're doing. So there's. Do you think that's that's uh, cause for a lot of uh, failed investigations? Um, yeah, and plus this, you know, Bigfoot's like a it's like a it's like a deer. It yeah. has super, you know, hearing, super smell, mm-hmm. super sight. Wild but animal. Yeah, but yeah. He, but he's got a big brain. <laughs> so He doesn't well, have just a big noggin. He's got a big brain. I mean, yeah. for example, how, when was it? In the early 1900s was the first time that they discovered mountain gorillas mm-hmm. in Africa. And up until then, it was a myth. So that's yeah. I think less than 200 years that we've known about that. I mean, I think... Uh, I think anything that's that's taboo, you know, is is a myth until until proven. And that's kind of what Bigfoot is. Bigfoot is a myth. And I think people people get wrapped up in the myth of it and they just I think Bigfoot's cool. But I think Bigfoot's cool as far as like a comic book is cool. Right. You know, or an action figure is cool. Well, yeah. That's kind of how I like look at stuff. It's like I like to watch all these shows and listen to podcasts and stuff like that and it doesn't it's like i, I don't necessarily believe it's true mm-hmm. and it's just like you know like urban legends and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's interesting it is it's very intriguing it's very intriguing uh i mean we can make the same case for aliens right, right. you know there's been tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of sightings and even our u.s government said that hey we have a a, a flying object we can't identify yeah. and I've seen I've seen stuff that, you know, would make me think, what the crap, you know, hey, what the heck is that? But um, but yeah, I I think it's the to to me it's the intrigue of there being a possibility of it being real. Mm-hmm. When it gives you just enough, to yeah, hope. yeah, that's like one of those alien type stories I really like mm-hmm. is the Montauk stories and the Philadelphia experiments mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. where it gives you. Just enough, mm-hmm. or it's like these are real people, like famous scientists that allegedly worked on this project, mm-hmm. and they kind of like you know, like Tesla and people like that. Mm-hmm. They kind of like lived in both worlds anyway. And <laughs> I mean, because like I personally have never seen a Bigfoot, but I've seen stuff that I can't explain. I've heard stuff that I can't explain. <clears throat> so I mean, but you you've seen enough yourself in the field for you to definitively say that there's a big yep, out there. Yep, I've I've done I've done some stuff in, in the field, and I've run into like situations. I go, yep, he's here. But and and I'll tell you this is I, I trust you beyond beyond trust. You know, thank and, you. And and I, I believe you beyond belief. But I think sitting here, even still, I have the mindset of, it's I, a, and, I, and that's okay. Yeah, and 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 I think that's that's the intrigue of it is I know you so well, right? And I trust you so well that man, if this guy here is saying that I saw this, 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 and this guy here that I trust so much is saying, hey, that is what Ash was saying. That's just enough for me to be like, hmm, yeah. I, I th- mean, I think it's out there. It, it, not, I think it's out there. I think there's a possibility of it, maybe something that we don't understand. I mean, I've had experiences, and I'm still on the fence about it. Yeah, I, I've been in the field with Ash. Yeah, and I still because the thing that really messes up that situation for me is the people that we are with. Not to name names, but 
Oh, by all means, do. Oh well, I mean, I you don't think they tampered it? I'm you think kidding. they tampered with stuff? I hope not, but it's possible because again, that somebody is mm-hmm. later on and figured out that he'd like to tell a good story every now and again because everyone wants yeah. to be special. And that's yeah, that's going to happen with, with the when you when you when you have the human aspect of it. That's going to happen because you know I've had experiences in paranormal where it was just me. Mm-hmm. I, I was the only one there, and I know for an absolute fact I was the only one there. And these things were happening. Right. But then I've had experiences, paranormal experiences, when other people were there. Well, I'm. I'm I'm definitely going to believe my experiences when I'm alone than when I'm with somebody else. Right. Especially if I know that somebody else that I'm with is kind of a prankster or would possibly do something like that. Well, like, in that moment. It was real. It was. I was like, okay, you got me convinced. You know, I'm totally down. This is what this is going on. But as time went on and I seen this guy's true colors, which were not very good ones. Mm. You know, and the, the the sad part about it, there's tons of people like that, and in, that in the field. That goes back to credibility. Yeah, that goes back to does. credibility. It does. That's why I'm very very selective. I don't do teams anymore because, yeah. you know, it's like oh, we need numbers, and it becomes less about who all you're letting in. And I would do independent stuff, sure, but with I need to know where we're going, who's going to be there, and then I'll decide if I'm going to participate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, back then it was about my... I don't give a shit about my name because I already pissed <laughs> off plenty of people. Yeah, I, I think at know. this point, too, I don't I don't really care what anybody thinks about me or what I did or how I did it. Or but on the flip side, I don't want to be associated with some crazy, well, yeah. horrible motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you, don't, you don't want your name right. attached to that. You don't... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you got a vet who... You know, you have a you have to have a vetting process of who yeah. you you interact with and who you go out with. So. Well, yeah, and and back then too, it was like you know the team that I eventually ended up with was very involved in like the historic downtown program of the the town that it was in and stuff like that. So we didn't want, you know, we had to pick and choose who mm-hmm. we're with because the city finds out and blah blah blah. Yeah, and, yeah, you know. When we were trying to do and, some good stuff for them too, you and know? you know, you you bring up a good point about the city finding out because once the city finds out, what is that? That's that's news for the city, because they say yeah. they say in anything, uh, good news or bad news, news well, is yeah. good, right? But at the at, you know at that time we were trying, they would let us into properties mm-hmm. and things like that, pretty pretty easy, and you know we we were doing fundraising for the downtown program and stuff like that, so we had to maintain a real like professional appearance Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when you're doing stuff like this it's not very professional no um especially if you're going on a you're going on a ghost hunt and the ghost that you're you you come in contact was not not professional there's gonna there's gonna be things that happen then and two you have to put up with a lot of bullshit that i'm not necessarily want to be a part of anymore Mm -hmm. because i mean i i don't want to play nice with people anymore Mm -hmm. when they're throwing some stupid shit at me Mm -hmm. now and I'm sorry, and that's why most of the time I, I tell people, it's like, I just, you're not going to like what I have to tell mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't like to lie to people. I don't like to give them what they want to hear. Yeah. I sell them the truth, mm-hmm. and that's not what they want. No, they just want, they want likes. They want subscribers. And, I mean, as an individual, uh, as an individual in, investigator, it's difficult to get into places. They They don't want to let just... 
an individual in. So if you're part of a group, it's easier to get in, especially if you're part of a credible group, you know. <clears throat> and so it's harder as an individual to actually go out and investigate these things unless you know the individuals yeah. that you're. I got a friend that has a haunted house. Okay, let me go investigate. Right. right. You know. <clears throat> I mean, I, I was just going to say that I think I know you had a, a rough time. Um, with the paranormal group that you're yeah. with, and I, I was just the opposite spectrum for that. Right. I was, I was doing, I was the case director for a paranormal uh, um, investigations of North Texas under Kendall Kendall Wilkerson, and she was she's fabulous. Well, she I was, mean, like my team that I ended up being on with with uh, my second team that I was a part of, with, mm-hmm. you know, with Michelle and Sandy, that was great. It was a lot of fun, but people did not like us. They didn't like us at all because we didn't like prescribed to psychics or anything. It was purely scientific. We didn't like to investigate homes because there were so many people that wanted to be on TV and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unless, like, you know, a lot of times if someone says, like, something's scaring my kid or things like that when people needed help, Mm -hmm. then, of course, we would do that. But, you know, we pissed a lot of people off because we wouldn't tell them, like, oh, yes, your business is haunted. Here's this tourism for you. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of places like there's a hotel here in, uh, oh, I think it the one in Waxahachie. And I'm not sure that. Uh, the Baker? No, that's a, no, that's no. in uh, Mineral Wells. Mineral Wells. Is right. Yeah, the Baker's. The Rogers Hotel. That sounds right. Right. And I'm not sure what they were, what this guy was doing, but. Yeah, trying to start their own little ghost walk, and they could have done that very easy with mm-hmm. any with real stories. But he decided to yeah. give us a whole bag of lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this the, it's investigator. The, it's the Rogers Hotel, one hundred North College Street, Waxahachie. You know, mm-hmm. and it was a it's an awesome hotel. I would stay there again. It's beautiful, and I'm sure it has lots of history and lots of lots of angles that he could have taken to use that. But instead, all these. Made up murders and suicides and stuff like that. And it's fantastic <clears throat> stuff. It's like, why you got to lie to people mm-hmm. when you can tell them the truth and it can be just as good? Yeah, I, 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 th- I think the truth is more scary than, than a lie. Right. Anything. I mean, that's what we did whenever <laughs> we did. It's just like, well, over here, this hooker was murdered back in 1870, you know, and over here, this is where they used to sell coffins and, you know, things like that, you know. And, and I, I think. We we go back to credibility again. The truth, right. the truth brings credibility. Um, a lot of times you can't prove the truth, but you can you can absolutely disprove a lie. You know, yeah. debunk yeah. stuff. You yeah. can debunk anything. Yeah, I, I think when I was the case director for Penn Texas, and uh, we 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 currently have a Facebook page, which you guys are a part of as well. So thank mm-hmm. you very much. Um, Want to give a sh- quick shout out to most all the members on it, and if you're downloading this, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's for you who download it. Yeah, for those of you who download it. But um, while I was with Penn Texas, man, we were we had we had a code of conduct, and we had a release of liability for every and client. That's smart. And that's, that's, so smart. that's mm-hmm. the that's the best thing to do because, you know, you want to cover yourself because um, to people people will sue you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you go into a lot of these places and they're historical sites with 
fragile ass antiques and shit like yeah, that yeah. and places you don't need to go because it's dangerous and everything like that. Yeah. No. We had people from my old team dropping our names a lot of places. Like um I think one of them was the catfish plantation, the other was at my friend's coffee shop in Jefferson that's now I think it's a restaurant. But it was across the street from the mm-hmm. the uh, hotel there. But oh we know these people. And they broke shit in my friend's store. Mm. And they fell through a ceiling or put their foot through a ceiling at the catfish plantation. Yeah. Using our name to get permission to get in there with these people that I no longer associate Mm -hmm. with. Because, again, I feel like they were the ones that, oh, everything happens to us. We have a portal in our living room and all kinds of bullshit. (laughs) Crazy people. Yeah. I think those are the, I mean, when you, when you go into an investigation, you, you, when you got to go into it respecting what you're going into, because if you don't respect it, one, you're right. just going to make yourself look like an idiot. Um, the damaging somebody's property when you're on investigation Absolutely. is not going to help your cause. And you know what kind of helps that? If you hold the numbers down. Exactly. If, if you if you mm-hmm. can if you mm-hmm. control who goes into what absolutely at what time and you you kind of clock it say okay you got you got twenty thirty minutes to be over here mm-hmm. see what you can do yeah and, that's kind of how we would do it it's like we would rotate but we would do walkthroughs beforehand mm-hmm. and be like mm-hmm. okay like this is do not walk here you will fall three stories if you mm-hmm. walk through here yeah. and things like that you know but I mean it does it does cause the situation. When people don't listen because somebody's going to get hurt, mm-hmm. someone's going to break something, someone's going to go somewhere they don't need to. And that, and that again, is, is, uh, is putting yourself with the right people. Right. You know, putting yourself around the right people, putting yourself with people that are doing it for the right reasons. Um, I know Robert and I talk quite a bit. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. Robert and I work together now. Um, and we talked quite a bit about, even when we started talking about doing this podcast, we talked quite a bit. Um, the reason why we do this is because we want to help help people. people. Yes. We right. want, we right. want to, to give them a platform to, to not feel like they're being judged and, and, and feel like, hey, these, these people I can go to and I can share this stuff and, and they, they're going to help me, mm-hmm. you know, not come in and destroy my coffee shop. Right. Because they right. want to, they, exactly. They want ratings. Yeah, you know. So that that's a big part of. of I, I've been through so so much, and I, and I've talked with with Robert about this too off off mic. But now that we're on mic, um, I, I believe wholeheartedly that if I wanted to be, I, I could be a medium. I could talk to the other side. I've had so many experiences, and I've I've had so much, so many things happen in my life to where where it was so personal and so real that if I open that door, the only thing is I'll never open the door. Yeah. I'm never right. going to open it because I can never close it if I do open right. it. And I assume that you're not running around telling everybody that can hear that, oh, I'm a sensitive, I'm special. And no. I, yeah, that's usually no. when I can tell, you know, I'm very, again, like I have my own experiences, mm-hmm. I have my own things. But more often than not, I find when people seem legitimate when it comes to things like that, they tell things matter-of-factly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is what happened. You know? And it's not something that they... 
want to flaunt and tell everybody <laughs> yeah. and experience all the time and go and run around and do all these investigations and oh, ghost finding and whatever because I feel like that would like mess you up big time. Absolutely. Absolutely. If that way. And, and, and here's my thing. Um, I don't go around sharing it with everybody because every time I share it, I relive it. Right. And it's not something that I want to relive all the time unless I'm reliving it to try to help somebody through theirs. Um, because what happened to me um, is it, it was very, very, very uh, intimate. Right. You know, it was a very intimate moment that I had in, in my life. And, and I think you know what I'm talking I, about. I, I do. I do. Um, and, and eventually I will share it. Eventually I will share the story. Um, not on the pilot. Uh, this is the first one. But eventually we'll get there. And but but in that moment, I, I lived that. And and when I when I share the story or when I think about it, I relive it again. And and you can see right now. I know yeah. y'all can't see here, but y'all can see that 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 it it, it shoots chills up my spine. Um, Blue diamond is there is uh, a monster outside. Is getting it blue uh, diamond. So but yeah, I I think you you hit it right on the nail. Um, if somebody is so free and so open to just be like, oh, I did if 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 I never told you, you never know. You're right. You would never know that I that I would be into paranormal or anything like that. I mean, there's there's <clears throat> there's tons of people right now that I talk to and on the Facebook group that want want to do they want to do investigation and I mm-hmm. and I you know I I honor that you know I say okay that's cool but do you really want to do one? Because but what, what? they don't understand and right. why? that it's going to be boring as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's, Probably nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. If it does, it's just going to be a little. It's, and then you're done. It's long hours. <laughs> it's long hours. It's a lot of work. It's, it's, a, it's, it's very tedious. tedious, and you have to be mentally strong. Mm-hmm. You don't get a montage like on TV. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't get the the edited version yeah, of it. It doesn't fast forward <laughs> in real life. You don't. You don't get to rewind it, and and you don't get to see it over and over and over. You don't. You don't get to. It's me. Your boy, <laughs> your boy, you don't, you don't get, you don't, you don't get do overs in real life. No, you don't, you don't. It's, it's, uh, it's some, you know, it's pretty scary a lot of times. And, it's, you know, I would, like I was saying, I was before, I was lucky with Penn, Texas because we had a lot of good people and they cared. And all we did was people's houses that had, had kids in it. They had, if, if kids were in trouble, we were there. So mm-hmm. I can say that about, about Kendall. Kendall's great people. I, I love her to death. And I know you guys hadn't really met her, but you know, it's funny that she used to, she, cause she kind of, she kind of like recruited me from like Bigfoot cause she was looking for a seasoned researcher. So she recruited me and she used to ask me, she used to ask the group, okay, I need someone to go to the basement or I need someone to go to the attic. <laughs> and I would raise my hand quick and she goes, Bob, you don't have to do it every time. And I go, Kendall, I used to be in like, like canyons and trees and and, plus, <laughs> and creek beds my and, day job, and at night I with, have to do that anyway with, with mosquitoes. Right. So I would go, I'd do it in an attic or a basement. I would be more afraid of the attic and basement than I would be right. in the middle of the canyon. Right. But I would say, oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> like but, not even close. But I used to say, I used to say to her all the time, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> So, but she's she is great people, and uh, we're we're on a break right now with her, and she's going to be when she comes back, she's gonna she's gonna want to return Penn Texas back to investigation status. So, she's going to be recruiting some people. So, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm probably going to help her um, get that back up and going. 
probably still be the case director for her, but but she's good people, man. I can't. I mean, there's there's two people that I I feel you know besides you two guys. No. I feel really really good about, but like Luke Gross is one. Absolutely. And Kendall Graves is the other, or Kendall Wilkerson, sorry, um, is the other one. Um, there. Did, did she get married? She got married. Yeah. Okay. Because I still. I didn't know if Graves was kind of like a, like an AKA, like a also known as her stage name, because yeah. it fits perfect, you know. So, so, but uh, she, she's good people, and I, I I cannot say enough good things about her because she's good people. So, um, but yeah, there's there's people that in the Penn Texas group that keep asking me about investigations and stuff like that, and you know we're we're gonna get there again, but uh, it's because I know so many of them on there are on there. And and that want to go on investigations, and 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 I get that some of them just want to go on investigations, just yeah. to go on investigations. Uh, how how are you going to handle that? Well, here, you know, here's the thing. Um, before we go on an investigation, we're probably going to recruit people, probably get their skill set, see what they're good at, probably keep the numbers low, mm-hmm. uh, and probably do a code of conduct, like I was mm-hmm. saying release a liability, do stuff like that, and probably do it that way and see who has what kind of equipment. And then probably, because actually I get a lot of hits all the time on people asking me, hey, I need I need help. I need I need an investigation. So um, I get I get inquiries all the time. So, well, and another thing you could consider, because this is something we used to do, too, is like we would get a lot of that, too. And, you know. Friends and other teams wanting to come visit and things like that. So we would take a group of people, like limit 20 mm-hmm. or whatever, depend on the place, and go in somewhere we had already investigated and just kind of do a walkthrough. Mm, right. Kind of mm-hmm. do like, well, we already know what go what's going on here. It's like, we'll observe, and you newbies can like try it out, you know. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like a controlled setting but right. not at the same time. Yeah, so, so you kind of know where all the hot spots are at. So right. See if they pick up on it. Right, and just and I, I think I think and y'all both hit on this earlier. It is boring. Oh my god! It is boring sitting around waiting for <laughs> something that's not here to to do something. What um, we would do all the time when we because we would frequent the lovely Jefferson, Texas, a lot. My which, sister just moved to Jefferson, by the way. Which is also a huge party town. Mm-hmm. And it's and, also a huge Bigfoot area. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like everything that you can really good barbecue and things like that and biker bars. So, yeah, I'm going to retire there one day. Um, me too. Yeah. I'm going to buy the Urquhart house. Not, not me. <laughs> I love it. But um, me too. <laughs> we would make people mad because we'd be there. We'd run a bed and breakfast. We'd be there like for 30 minutes or whatever. We're like, nothing's happening. Just leave everything running. We'd leave and go drink and sing karaoke. Because, <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of times that's the best thing to do, just set everything up. Yeah. Yeah, because it's boring. Yeah. I mean, you sit around for a long time. And then here, here's the thing that's even even worse than that is, re, is going over all the hours and hours that's and hours. hours and hours of recordings and tapes and yeah. and, and trying to, and, and, and looking. And your eyes are always going to play tricks on you. Especially, especially when you were up until exactly. 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and you're like <clears throat> awake on whatever Red Bull and Claritin D <laughs> concoction we used to make. <laughs> to stay awake yeah. and you just 
mean, I, I, I will, I'll admit this, yeah. and I'll be the first to admit, I'm not really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, really I hate good. it. I, I'm not either, because I'm going like this. And we did. I'm nodding like this. And, you know? But... <laughs> And, but but I think I think that right there separates the passion from the non-passion. Right. I think that separates from the individuals that hey, I'm I'm interested in this because this happened to me and I want to know why. I have a passion for it, but I don't give a shit about recording stuff. Yeah, yeah. Typing. I just want to. <laughs> yeah. I just want. I want to go out. I want my own experience. Exactly. And my own answers because nobody's gonna believe me anyway. Yeah. Because well, I mean, I've, I mean I've, I've shared my story with people and they're like, whatever, I don't believe you. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. And, and I get it. You, man. It's about me. Yeah. It's not about me trying to convince you that my story is real. It's me just sharing, you know, yeah. something. And I, and I don't do that very often. I don't share that with a lot of people. No, you don't. So that's good, though, because um, that shows that you're a good person. You have to trust person to. To talk to him about that, so. But this this is a platform where where I'm 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 completely yeah. open to doing that. Yes, openness. Because I want I want people it's to know. It's gonna be colorful as time goes on. Yeah. Especially when I get more comfortable with everything. <laughs> but I just I just want people to know that this is a platform for you to come, or if you know anybody that is going through something, to to say hey. You can reach out to me. We're not therapists by any means. Right. We, we don't have any any de- degrees or any certifications or anything like that. We're just real people that have experienced real experiences that just want to let you know that you're not the only one out there. Right. And I think that's half of the fun of it. Just like with the Bigfoot stuff, sometimes I don't give a shit about going in the woods. I just want to kick it with my homies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because like, you, you have to kick it with people that you trust, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because I used to tell people all the time, because people used to reach right. out to me all the time and say, hey, no. um, let's go to the woods. And I would always say, "No, just because you like Bigfoot doesn't mean I got to go to the woods with you. Just exactly. because you like Bigfoot and I'm the only girl that you can find. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's kind of what I was getting at with the people that want to go on the, 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 the paranormal. The, yeah, the paranormal investigations. Just because you want to go on an investigation doesn't mean we're going to go on an investigation. We well, didn't just become yeah. best friends. You know, sorry. I th- I think it's I think it's good to to vet people because like I was saying mm-hmm. before there there are people that are really serious about it and there's people that just oh, I want to do it mm-hmm. you know and which um, is which is okay that's yeah. that's cool there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that there's, there's nothing wrong with that because I think because uh, I'm planning a meet and greet probably after Stephen's wedding uh, which is late October Halloween but Halloween. Um, but uh, I'm <laughs> hey, yeah it's call, call ups on a boat. Cops on a boat. Oh yeah, yeah, boat. yeah. You, you're gonna be, you're gonna be in what the, the Caribbean or no, uh, Cozumel. Cozumel. Yeah. I'm gonna be on on a what? boat. My Watch. first time. White Mexico. My, my first time, by the way. Watch out for the cartel. Yeah, the cartel, and don't drink the water. Um, Montezuma. But my 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 first time on a on a boat, and I can say that I'm I'm a little freaked out. Boats and those. <laughs> Prestige. Who's Sorry. driving the boat? <laughs> so much more room for activities. So I was I was saying that we're we're probably gonna do a meet and greet probably later on this month, and we're probably gonna it's gonna be probably just to talk about paranormal and who's who wants to go to that extra step mm-hmm. and probably uh, look to recruit some people for Penn Texas. Now there's there's several there's two groups in the Penn Texas right now. There's uh, Dirty South. Um, Paranormal, uh, Matthew, 
uh, as the director of that group. And then the Brad Freeman is, I don't know, I can't remember the name of his group. Forgive me, Brad. <laughs> DFW Paranormal, I think. But anyway. You're just throwing stuff out there right now. That probably exists. Somewhere. Yeah. You just you just shouted that to somebody. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably more than one. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's um, their fault for not coming up with an anagram like everybody. You gotta you gotta come up with a good thing. Yeah. Spell something, I, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, he, he's probably gonna be a guest on the show too. So hey, um, you, you should probably know the name of his group. Well, when he gets here, I will. <laughs> this was on the fly. It wasn't prepared. Yeah, it was on the fly. We so. don't know what we're doing. But he's a good dude. When Brad, um, Brad, you're a good dude. So, um, so I'm pretty excited about that, and um, excited about the podcast too. So, because yeah. I, because I've been asked to join the Dirty South Paranormal, and the Matt's a good dude. It's just, um, you know, I think I think I've moved past, you know, Bigfoot research and um, paranormal research. I mean, I think. Uh, think i'm gonna help people there's other ways you can help mm-hmm. people absolutely get people together uh recruit them and put them in good situations mm-hmm. to um to do good investigations to help other people so passing the torch yep so other people are prepared when we're ghosts and we fuck with them hard i can't wait for that i, I, I wait till i die so i can mess with these people because i know what they're doing <laughs> I can tell you my 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 first experience uh, when when I had my first experience with with the paranormal. I was young. I, I was a kid, and at that time, I was so just did not want to tell anybody mm-hmm. because I knew that it was something that I can't explain, and I was afraid that if I told anybody, that I would just be looked at at this crazy goofy kid that doesn't know anything so i kept it in for a long time mm. and i had experience after experience after experience after experience and the more that i kept it in and the more that i just tried to hide it like it didn't happen it seemed like the stronger they would get um and i hated it like the, your experiences yeah my like, experiences so each time you got each time would would would, would get stronger would multiply wow would intensify and when, when it got to the point to where I actually saw a manifestation, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, I've got to do something. You know, I've got to do something. And I never went to a group. I never went to a, to, to a specific, you know, group of people. I just went to people that I trusted. You know, now the investigator side of me is kicking in right now. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to absolutely I'm gonna ask you a couple Bring it. questions. Bring it. So. When you had these incidents, did you, and it multiplied each time, right? Mm-hmm, so once you had these incidents, did did you notice like um, smells or the, the or feelings or how how you felt whenever it happened? Absolutely, the the feelings that I felt were it it, it was almost like um, almost like when you walk into a freezer for the first time cold okay like if you if you were to be standing outside of a deep freeze with no jacket on mm, okay and you open the door and that 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 cold breeze just hits you right that's how it was when it was at its most intense before that it was just just hair standing up mm. just just tingling in my the thing that really got me were my thoughts 
my thoughts were what I focused on the most. And I think I thought, I, I think I focused more on my thoughts because I was just, I was scared. I was legitimately scared. And when I would think about what this could be and, and, and what could be happening, mm-hmm. your imagination's always going to be bigger than, than what's in front of you. And I tried to, I tried to make my imagination grow smaller. I tried not to let my imagination run away with itself because I wanted to stay grounded. Um, smells, no, never any, never any smells. Cold, and 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 really, I think I was focusing so much on my thoughts and not letting my imagination go away. I probably I probably missed a lot. Were you were you angry? Did it make you angry? Did I was always angry. Okay. That's a good question. I was always angry. Um, I was always angry. I think that just came from the fear. I think I was angry because why? And this, this, this happened in several locations. Mm. Um, it wasn't the same place every time. So it was following me. And, but it always, it always, uh, it manifested for the first time when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And do you, when, do you think it was the same entity that was? I, I believe so. I believe so. Because, The, the feeling, man, if I, could, if I could describe the feeling inside, I would. The feeling was always the same. Mm-hmm. It almost became, almost became familiar. It almost became like, like I knew this, you know? Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? I don't know if it makes any sense. It does. I'm trying to, to, to describe it the best I mean, I can. You, were, you were a kid. I mean. And when I was 12, it, it manifested itself. What it, you know, what it looked like? It was... It was it was Christmas Eve, it was Christmas Eve, and my my brother and sister and I uh, we 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 were in the same room. We all had to share the same room. We had to move in with one of my mom's friends, mm-hmm. and uh, we were all in the same room. And this was I was twelve, so whatever year it was. But anyway, it was Christmas Eve, and when you came out of our room, you'd walk down the hallway, and you could. You could be halfway down the hallway. You could turn right. You could go to the bathroom or you could turn right and you would walk into our dining room. And I'd been up for a while. It's Christmas Eve, man. I'm, I'm excited. I want, I want to go get presents. I never right. went to sleep. Um, I got up to go to the bathroom and I was on the top bunk and I was stepping down and I got to the door. And when I got to the door, I felt it. I knew, I knew that it was there. The coldness? Yeah. And I almost didn't go into the hallway. Um, but I really had to pee. Mm-hmm. So my my desire to relieve yourself. to relieve my 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 uh, my pee uh, overcame the the chill of right. of what was going on. So I headed down the hallway, and when I when I headed down the hallway, like I said, you pass to the left, you pass the dining room, and sitting at the table was a little girl. I remember the story. You remember this? Yeah. Sitting at the table was yeah. a little girl. Yeah. And this little girl was sitting there as if a little girl was sitting there. And what was odd to me is she was using a pin with a feather. Period. A period. Period. Uh, period piece. Very right. much a period piece. Okay. And when I walked by and she saw that I saw her, she, she was gone. Mm. But I'll tell you the most intriguing thing about it was there was a pencil on the, 
on the table. I do remember that part of the story too. And well. I could hear the pencil fall. But it was a pencil. It wasn't a pen with a feather as a pencil. Manifestation and usually moving objects usually takes a lot of power. Yeah, so. a lot of power. And so. I'll tell you this. In our backyard was a transformer. Um, we had we had probably about a, I would say, 65-yard uh, backyard, and it, it, it dumped off into a creek. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if anybody in my family has ever heard this story. I don't know if I've ever shared it with them. This they, might this might be the first time they they, may, they probably get to hear it. Yeah, yeah they, it's probably the first time they'll get to hear it. Maybe but, um, maybe they they've experienced something. Yeah, too. and I I would love to know. It won't, once they listen to it, I'd love to know. But it was probably about a sixty sixty five yard um, um, backyard, and it dropped off into a creek. But right in the in the in the back of it, it lined, and there was a transformer right there, hmm. and it ran right over our house. Hmm. A lot of power, yeah, a lot of power. And before, back then, I didn't I didn't realize the power. I didn't realize the what it takes for it to manifest. I didn't realize any of that. I was twelve years old, right? And I saw this little girl sitting in my table. There's no little girls in my house. <laughs> the only girl in my house was my sister, and she's older than you. she's older than me. So. Yeah, that was that was that was when I was like, okay, this is legit, and this is when I'm going to start doing some research um, at 12. And I really didn't do any research then, but whenever I got older, right, is when I really started doing research. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Story. Absolutely, I do. I do remember that story you telling me at at USBC. Mm-hmm. Just really quick note: we're over an hour and oh, 13 wow. minutes. Yeah. So that was that was quite a bit of stuff. So. Um, I think we should go a little bit longer. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you guys to make it even, <laughs> to make it even, maybe <laughs> an hour, even. maybe an hour, 30 minutes. So. Yeah. Okay. So do we want to, do we want to jump subjects? Yeah, I'm, 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 sure. I'm, I'm game for, oh, it's appropriate. So WWE, WWE, wrestling, AEW. Wow, what a what what a stark difference in coming off a little girl at a table, dropping pins. Speaking of to... Jericho, <laughs> yeah, what a and, and and here's the thing: we we'll come back. We'll come back to the little girl at the table. We'll absolutely come back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so SmackDown SmackDown premiered on Fox last night. Smackdown. So, um. It was to me. It, it had a feel of pay per view. To me, it did. So, and I know I don't know if you 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 guys didn't watch it, did you? Right? I, I didn't get a chance to. I'm okay. sorry. Well, I had a lot I, of homework to do. Well, I'll, I'll fill you in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. Uh, Kane. Yeah, Kane Velasquez. Kane Velasquez came out toward the end, as you know, and, and I'll, I'll I'll say how I feel about that, but um. Kofi Kingston lost the WWE title to Brock Lesnar. What is that? Eight seconds. What, what do I think that is? Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. So, um, and then, like, because I, I was looking at the clock whenever he pinned him, and it was like 10 minutes till to show to end. I go, something's up. Someone's going to come out. And so, Ray Mysterio's music hits, and he's got a sling on his arm, and Kane Velasquez is with him. And so Brock looks like he's scared. Kane goes to the ring, you know, tackles him, starts pounding on him, and then Brock leaves. 
You know, you know, Kane legitimately whooped his rear end. He he did, but legitimately, the, legitimately. The the problem I have with that is that Kane Velasquez is a UFC guy, and he's granted great, but he's not a WWE guy. He's not. I I agree. So I agree. you got guys in the back. You got guys in the back. You're going to stand in line. Oh, absolutely. Behind Kane Velasquez because he's a UFC guy, and oh, let's build a story with him and Brock. I I don't. I don't like it. Maybe they'll carry it over into the UFC. I hope so. I hope so. That would be interesting. I would, I would love, love for Brock to get back in the UFC. Well, he he's got the WWE title. Mm-hmm. Unless, he he's, unless he's going to carry it over. and I, They're not going to give it to him in eight seconds if he's he's not going back. Well, I don't know. I'm not he's, happy with that. He's not, I'm not happy with that at all. So, I mean, I, I like Brock. I know he's money. Until WWE has a guy that can bring in money the way he does, Garbage. you're gonna still see Brock. So he's always gonna be there. I mean, it was it was a good show. I mean, they had a they kind of they kind of threw they kind of threw you know Raw and SmackDown guys and you know uh, together. But they're supposed to do a draft next week, and so it's supposed to be you know mm-hmm. brand just mm-hmm. your brand only. So, but on the good side, AEW started Wednesday, and I was pretty excited about that. It's a really, really good show. Um, there's tons of people on Facebook that really, 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 you know, hating on AEW. So, because Facebook is where garbage people go and pile on top of each other. She said my favorite word. Yeah, garbage, garbage. The, so, the assholes of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that what you're always gonna? Okay. And I know this has nothing to do with wrestling, okay? But I'm going to talk about the the new Rangers uh, ballpark here for a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right, that's a touchy subject. It is a very touchy subject. But let me tell you this. People, promoters, they don't promote to entice the true fans. No. They don't. They promote. They need new audience. Exactly. They promote to the individuals, the casual watcher. That's who they promote to. Aggressive expansion. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. As a WWE fan or as an AEW fan or as an individual wrestler fan, it doesn't matter what you do to that individual. I'm always going to like them. Right. Because I'm a true fan. Baseball, do I like the fact that they're taking away Globe Life Park? I absolutely think it's one of the, I think it's the most beautiful park in Major League Baseball. But I can tell you this right now. When it's 105 degrees outside in the middle of June, I don't want to sit out and watch a baseball game. A nice and close thing. And I understand that because I love baseball. You know, Rangers are my second team. Sorry, Texas, but, you know, I'm a Braves person. (laughs) They're still in it. Absolutely. They're kicking ass. They are. They are. They suck. Hey, listen. (laughs) Sorry. Hopefully. But, oh yeah, that was awesome. But, I mean, agreed. But back to back to to AEW. Yeah, there there's going to be individuals that are diehards that are going to be like, I don't like this, or diehard WWE or diehard team, whatever, and they're not going to like it. However, they're going to continue to watch it because they're going to want to have something to talk about, right? So, and then the casual fans are going to come along. You know, um, I can tell you this: my my oldest daughter is a huge. Huge, huge, huge Cody Rhodes fan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loves Cody Rhodes. She loved, loved him as Stardust, and she—that's—that's <laughs> that's weird because he hated it. Yeah, he hated it. She just loved the character. She just loves the guy. Loves, right. loves Cody Rhodes. She stopped watching WWE because Cody Rhodes left. 
She stopped it. Well, well she's she she just might pick up AEW if yeah. Cody Rhodes is going to to be there. He's yeah. he, he's the vice president. Yeah, he's the vice president yeah. of AEW like operations. So he's he's the one that actually brings in talent. So yeah. and I've I've always been a Goldust fan. Always, um, just because he would absolutely do anything. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think he was saying um, that he hasn't been this happy. To do a storyline in a long, long, long time. I think that's when, good. I think back when it was WWF. So that's almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it, again, he's he's working with his brother. Yeah, and they have creative control. So, see, that's that's the thing with I think a lot of WWE people are going to probably think is that you know people are going to say WWE is better and all this you know they got they got you know more more fans and you know they sell more which which is great they they actually do but yeah well, they every, said that before right and they weren't for a little while until it really collapsed there's i'm just telling you there's guys in aew that used to be wwe that have creative control over their own character mm-hmm. so i think like like um john moxley and yeah. uh they they want creative control like over their character and what they can do because like kenny omega's biggest thing and then this is kind of small but Kenny Omega's thing is like the Terminator. He loves mm-hmm. the Terminator, and he does this, you know, goodbye, good night, and he points his fingers like a gun and goes, you know, pow. And so he does that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of late on that. Sorry, but um, oh, by the way, <laughs> but uh, he he loves that, and it's it's a small thing, but you know, Kenny gets to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, and so a lot of people. I mean, I am super excited about AEW because I I love I love more wrestling. I will always love more wrestling. I love storylines, and I think these guys and AEW does a really good job on storylines and behind the scenes stuff. So they videotape a lot of good stuff, and I, I like it. So I mean, I'm excited about it. Are they going to be WWE in ratings? Mm, probably not. Probably not. But it's going to depends gonna, on who ends up over there. Yeah, Ooh. but it's oh yeah, but it's going to hurt them enough. Right. I mean, it's gonna hurt. Oh them yeah, enough, it's, you know. they're definitely gonna feel it. So instead of feel it. instead of having the, you know this number in Nelson ratings, it's gonna be like down here. So I mean, I don't think they're gonna beat them, but you know, it's a, it's it's gonna be a long road, and so I'm I am pretty happy about it. So I I, I for one absolutely love the fact that they give the creativity to the talent. Absolutely, um, they know who they are. Yeah. And it's always best to let somebody be who they are. Now, if that individual is garbage at who they are, yeah. well, one, don't let them in your in your 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 company, right? But then maybe you push them in a way and help them find out who they are. But if you let somebody be who they are, John Moxley, for example, John Moxley is John Moxley, and. He he's hot. He's hot right now. Is, yeah, is what they call hot. So, but I mean, he's, he's always going to be because that's who he is. And 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 once somebody, once they they me, I absolutely love a character because they're that character. I don't want to see my character go to something else because somebody else told them to go to something else. Right. I want them to go to something else because they want to go to something else. And. That's what I love about AEW. They give that control to the character. Yeah. So, um, they're, they started on Wednesday. Their show's called Dynamite, and they're going up against uh, NXT. Because NXT moved to USA, and 
So they're going, and they they actually won the ratings this Wednesday over NXT. NXT that was that was their inaugural one, right? Yeah, yeah. NXT is a good product. I, mm-hmm. I love NXT, mm-hmm. but they're not main roster guys, you know. And um, I think AEW is lucky that they're going against mm-hmm. non roster guys. Well, I, yeah, but people love you know NXT, and there's nothing wrong with that. But they're not. They're not main people. I mean, because mm-hmm. the NXT champion's not doing Jimmy Fallon. He's yeah. not. He's not. Yeah. He's not doing the Carson Show or whatever. And the Carson Show. I was, I'm dating myself there. <laughs> when When did Johnny Carson go off there? No. <laughs> Is Johnny Carson still alive? The, you I'm, you can you pull out Jay Leno too. Yeah. yeah. The Leno Show. The Leno Show. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you're right. They're not main roster guys. They're not main roster guys, and that. AEW's lucky that they're not going against main roster guys. I, I mean, they they got some good talent over there. Yeah, they, they got they got a lot. They signed they WWE signs everybody. Yeah, and they they sign. You but know, they sign them saying you're going to have to do this, right? Except for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, anyway. Bro- Brock gets Brock sorry side, sidebar. Bitch. I'm sorry, but anyway, <laughs> but that's what WWE does. Yeah, WWE signs you. Hey, you can come here, but you got to do what we tell you. They have a ton of people. They're not doing anything with. Yeah. And they had they had their own WWE people that they're not doing nothing with, and then they're signing everybody else from Ring mm-hmm. of Honor, from Impact, from Japan. And that's but why? But it why is. do they? Why do they go there? Because it's money. Exactly. It's money. It's a paycheck. So because I mean, they know they're going to get paid. So that's why I'm really excited about AEW because there's guys that they're. I mean, they're getting paid well at AEW from what I hear, but they get to they get creative control and they get yeah. to do whatever they want. And it's not a saturated market, so they're right. not just mm-hmm. sitting in the wings hoping mm-hmm. maybe maybe. You know, when they could be something good. Oh, so, okay, we got five minutes. Here we got five minutes. Wrap it up. So then goodbye. So, yeah. Um, this is the pilot show. Episode one. Pilot. So, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy. Um, I didn't put any markers down on this, too. You didn't mark anything? I didn't mark anything. Well, we oh, can. Oh, well. We can mark it whenever we... We go back and listen to it. Yeah, yeah. So, anybody want to do any like any shout outs before we get out of here? Yeah, shout out to again my family, uh, my wife and kids. Um, thank you so much for uh, for letting me do something that I'm that I'm passionate about. Um, I know you don't let me. I'm a grown man. I can do what I want. But y'all being uh, being patient with me, I know I, I geek out when I talk about this stuff. And thanks for geeking out with me. You're geeking out. Yeah, I was I was stoked all day today. So um, and I know uh, my oldest daughter Carly, her friends are gonna listen to this, and I know I got to give a shout out to them too. So <laughs> I'm not gonna use their names because I don't have their parents' permission to use their names. Very smart. You know who you are. You know who you are. Very smart. <laughs> so you know who you are. Um, I love you guys. Hey, uh, everybody that was uh, that's gonna download this. Uh, thank you uh, for for being there. Thank and, you uh, and and letting us do this. So if we wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you, Ashley, you got anybody to do a shout out to? Not really. No, <laughs> they already they need to do. <laughs> well, okay. We got we got three minutes. Big Dominguez, thank you again. Uh, no, guys, thank you because I I think this is the start of something really really good. I'm really really I I can't tell you guys how happy I am. I mean <laughs> I can't tell you. I mean 
And we we've, we've got some good stuff in the works for it's gonna be fun. for it's our gonna show. Be interesting. Yeah, we have like some. I've been taking notes in. Yeah, we have some. We have some good stuff planned. We have. Uh, we have some on mic good stuff. Let's let's not. Yeah, let's, I'm just saying we got some good stuff. I'm not gonna bring anything. Okay. I'm not gonna bring anything. I'm just listen. This is what's gonna happen in here. All right. spoilers. Abs- no way. I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not giving anybody I mean, anything. We're, we're gonna have some good stuff, but we're gonna we're gonna probably piss some people off. Oh well, you know that's good stuff. So I'm, that's what I look forward to most. Yeah. Because I'm so like, if I could just go around and debunk shit and call people out. Yeah. Like all these cold reading bullshit and things like that, you know. Super kick. Oh, my God. Right. Because I hate a liar. I hate people taking advantage of other people. And that happens a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. I agree. On Bigfoot and Paranormal side, there's people that get taken advantage of. And there's like a lot of good people that need to be brought into the light. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of crappy people out there, too. And you know who you are. And if you don't, you're about to find. <laughs> to find out. I don't so, have I don't have any people I want to talk about. But it's okay. You can help us along the way. But I can definitely be there for. We'll y'all. let you know. <laughs> oh yeah. So, but I'll definitely be there for y'all. And uh, but we do we have some good stuff in the works. Um, you'll you'll definitely want to tune in, and uh, and and keep 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 track of us. Okay. So that being we're said, doing big things. That being said, we're gonna we're gonna close it out, and um, we're gonna go on to the next episode. So, thank you everybody for being a part of this, and good night. <laughs>